What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Monday, February 26th, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a $3 million sports card case that sold this past weekend. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. We would like to welcome StadiumInsurance.com as our newest sponsor for the Morning Minute. Stadium Insurance provides insurance coverage for all of your sports collectibles and memorabilia needs using their cutting-edge app and easy-to-take photos to protect all your cards and collectibles. Check out StadiumInsurance.com for more information. So over this past weekend, uh, one of, I would say, probably the most iconic, most maybe most important pieces of sports memorabilia uh, sold through Heritage Auctions for $3.72 million, I believe was the exact number. Now, this was something that nobody, at least from the video that I watched, so if, you, if you're, if you're um, wondering what I'm talking about, it is a, it was an unopened case of 1979-1980 Opeachy, uh, Opeachy Hockey, which has the Wayne Gretzky rookie in it, which... There's only, I mean, I would say, I think there's only three PSA 10s, and then there's like eight or nine PSA 9s, but like, or there might be only two PSA 10s, because if you remember that 1979 Wayne Gretzky rookie, there was two different versions of it. There's the Opeachy version, which is the Canada-only release, um, which is the more sought after because it was printed less, I believe. Uh, also, it was cut with wires rather than cut with like a, a like a actual paper cutter. Like the tops version was, which is the other version? Like I said, tops. The tops version. Uh, that's the other version. They're both. They both look exactly the same. The only difference is the back of the Opeachy version is in uh, is in French. I was going to say is in Canadian, Canadian, but that's not the language. French is the language that it would be in, um, which I think is really cool. So there. Go to you can go to Heroes for Sale my Twitter um, or I think I'll try and see if I think Hobby News Daily may have reposted this as well but it was from Darren Ravel he posted a video of Heritage basically talking about this like I said one of the more iconic pieces of sports history um, I would say because you know if you look at like the Mount Rushmore of sports cards I think it probably is like the nineteen uh, the the Jordan rookie the Jordan Fleer rookie the Wayne Gretzky rookie. And from there, you know, you, I, you can make your debates. It's probably the 52 Mantle, I would say, is probably in that category. And then number four, eh, I mean, there's a bunch of different ones you could put in that conversation. But I think the big thing for this piece here is that it was a 16-box unopened case that people so – it was a – they said they drove up to Canada uh, to get this case. And it was in a – in like a pretty nice facility, like not even a storage facility. It was like in like a room, like an office. It was under a bunch of stuff. The people who own the case actually thought that they had – these are some of the fun facts I learned from watching this video about the story – is that the cases of Opeachy back then actually had the second year because it was dual – because it was dual year. It was 1997 – or 1979-1980. 1980, they put whatever the year the Stanley Cup occurred in the – or on the box. So the box says 1980 on it, and – uh, somebody, you know, this is this is pretty wild that they would suggest this, but they're like, you should you should suggest, or the people were suggested to look inside the case to look at the boxes, 
Um, I'm not 100% sure why. I'm just, I, I have a feeling like this was probably done by a professional. I can't imagine somebody would just crack open the case like this. Um, because, you know, even if you have a 1980 Opeechee Opeche case, that's probably, they were saying in the video, that's around the three hundred fifty dollars to $400,000 range for an unopened case of 1980-81 Opeechee. Um, 1979, obviously, is going to have that Gretzky, but when they cracked open the case a little bit, they saw that the boxes were white, which... Those are the 1979 Opeechee, not the 1980. The 1980 Opeechee cards had a blue box. So immediately that, you know, that probably raises some flags where they're like, oh, maybe we have, maybe this isn't exactly what we think it is. Like this is maybe a case of the 1979, which again, obviously in the video, they're saying that this is the nicest case they've ever, or this is the only case that they've ever seen. They didn't even think that case like this existed, but they're looking at the boxes and they said, I think 13 of the 16, um, or 18, I know they said it was 13, I forget the exact number of how many, um, how many they said there was in the case, I forget exactly off the top of my head, but he said, like, basically, 80% of the boxes were still in, like, pristine condition, they, that the person, again, like, they're saying, you know, obviously, they're gonna be saying stuff like this, like, they've never seen a box, like, look like this, like, they've never seen, like, even a, a box that looked as nice as these boxes did look like in this case, there were a couple that, you know, because of over time, with it being a product that was, you know, 1970, that was... 19 or 1980 that was 50 years ago which again that's i saw a video the other day on tiktok that was just like um doing makeup styles from over the past 50 years and they started in 1980 and i almost i almost spit on my coffee and i wasn't even drinking any coffee and that's not my joke i'm that's i've seen that i've seen people say that on the internet but it was so shocking that they were said that they were going back 50 years and they only went back to 1980. I was like, oh my God, like it was so jarring. I was like, whoa, I took a step back. I was like, oh my God, that's insane. But either way, so this, you know, th that's 50 years ago. So 50 years of this box, I, I don't know if it was moved or what along those, uh, what happened to it, but like these people had it in what was a, your room with a bunch of other carts. So like I'm, I'm imagining the condition of everything was probably in a similar state where they're trying to keep it as, pristine as possible and they brought it to baseball card exchange which i mean i'm i'm glad that baseball card exchange has sort of um brought back their reputation because they did have a pretty tough you know 2020 where they wrapped that pokemon case um and the logan paul pokemon case or yeah was it the case of the box i think it was a box they wrapped the the box of like the original starter booster packs for uh, the original Pokemon set for Logan Paul way back in the day, and then he opened them, and it turned out that they were actually not, like, real cards in them. Even inside the boxes, the packs weren't even... The packs were, like, G.I. Joe packs, which, look, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm skeptical about if any of that was real. If, based on the evidence and based on knowing Logan Paul and based on how I know that he's kind of a scumbag... I would imagine that that was probably faked, and Baseball Card Exchange, unfortunately, just caught some strays in uh, the creation of what this was. Um, they probably were paid pretty handily, I would imagine, uh, for doing something like this. Unfortunately, I think that they did lose a little bit of their reputation for a while, um, but I think, you know, once something like this happens where, you know, people are still, um, people are still buying the, these baseball card exchange wrapped cases um three million three million three point seven million dollars for this case for this uh, wayne gretzky case which you know 
it's I, I don't I don't know what you do with this. This is one of the other things within sports cards that sometimes I don't exactly understand is like in this scenario, this person buys this, what are they gonna like do with it? Sure, they probably will put it like is like Unfortunately, sports cards are the type of thing where it's like you have to buy it and then you have to put it away. Like it's not really a thing you can put on display. Like because even if you do put it on display, it's like not like it's not like somebody will know like what it is. I suppose. I mean, in theory, if you have friends who are into sports cards, they may you know if you put this in some sort of display case in your house, like three million dollars. This is what also what I've talked about. You know, we had the Caitlin Clark, which this is a little bit different, but we had the Caitlin Clark one of one Superfractor autograph from Bowman that sold a couple weeks ago. For $78,000, which is now the, you know, the by far and away the most expensive women's basketball card of all time. Uh, but there's opportunity costs when that comes into that. They're not, you know, the people who are buying that $78,000 sports card, the people who are buying that $3.7 million sports card case, this isn't the last of the money that they have. They're not spending their life savings on this thing. Um, they probably have the money and they look at the opportunity cost and say, well, especially for this, especially for this case, like this was a case that nobody, Nobody even knew existed. No one even thought it no no one even thought a case like this existed. So the fact that <clears throat> the fact that it does exist and the fact that they were able to get it wrapped and authenticated and there was nothing wrong with it is, you know, kind of a miracle if I'm going to be completely honest. Like a sports card miracle. I, I'm not going to exaggerate here, but a sports card miracle when it comes to like how wild it is that this case even exists in the first place because like I said, these people, they just it was just a box that somebody had at their house that they didn't even know was 1979 because it said 1980 on it. So it's like, how would you, unless you have some sort of sports card person looking at it, like who would have known? So they probably just put it in the far back. Nobody's even looking for it, really. Like nobody, if they just think it's a 1980 case, like sure, I guess maybe you want to have a little bit of an inventory and say, well, the 1980 case is still worth like three, $400,000. So you'd want to look at that potentially. But either way, I think it's, it's really crazy that this case even exists in the first place, and the opportunity cost, you know, this is a case like this. This may be the only case that will – because now it's not like it's not like this product is something where they just can remake it. Like this is a product where the, the, number, of, the, the number of cases that still exist after this one, you'd have to imagine zero. You have to imagine cannot be very high because of Opeachy being such a limited product and because it's in Canada and not the U.S. Uh, you'd have to imagine that there's just not there's just not other cases like this sitting around somewhere, especially ones like they said that are going to be in this good condition. It's going to be really rare. So it's really cool to see that, you know, we are we are seeing this case being sold through Heritage Auctions. Yeah, through Heritage Auctions. Like I said, $3.7 million. The person ended up getting for the case as well. Remember to follow at Hobby News Daily and sign up for the mailing list at hobbynewsdaily.com and keep collecting. 